0: I got a call from Kate at Crash Ensemble um, probably two years ago now, three, three years ago. And um, she said, we're, we're, we're developing this piece, which is going to be with a theatre company called Fishamble, um, a dance company, Kosh and ourselves to develop a piece about an Irish architect called Eileen Gray. So I went and Googled Eileen Gray and got saw these amazing pieces of furniture and architecture and photographs of herself very striking woman with uh, 1920s haircuts and began reading up about her and then we spoke again and
1: said yeah i'd really be interested in doing this there's a quote that i think it was originally in the script in the text which is by gavin Kosick, which is that she defied expectations and i think that's one of the key points about her is she was completely ahead in her thinking. She was completely ahead of what was going on at the time architecturally, uh, in terms of artwork, in terms of design, in terms of herself in her own life. In her personal life, she was quite advanced in terms of, you know, 1920s Ireland. There's three
0: phases to her life. Um, She was born in Ireland in 1878. She was 98 when she died in Paris, and she was making work on the day that her assistant went out to get her some materials and came back and found that she'd died. So she was working right up to the end, which I just find extraordinary. Um, She went to the Slade School in London um, and then finished her artwork in Paris and stayed in Paris. And, you know, it was Paris in the 20s, and you had Diaghilev and... Picasso and yeah, um, and Le Corbusier, he's a significant figure um, and I think that the Le Corbusier connection to Eileen Grey for me was the most dramatic part of her story really. Um, she taught herself architecture and built a house in the south of France called E1027 which was uh, based on the letters of her name and her male lover Jeanne Badovich. Um, Badovich was also friendly with Le Corbusier. When Eileen Gray and Badovich split up, she left the house to him. She really loved him. She left the house to him. Um, Le Corbusier came and painted murals on the walls for a beautiful, white, pristine house, which she was not happy about. So, so that's a big drama tension in the piece. been working through various phases of workshops like we've done you know this is a real collaboration you know I've worked collaboratively before where you you don't have very much time and you're hoping that it's going to work together but one of the really important parts of the process um, and I think that's part of the kind of really forward-thinking way of working was it wasn't just lip service to let's get together and make peace it was you know let's really try things so we met two years ago for a whole week, th- three years ago, gosh, incredible, um, in, in Koshkem's um, studios, and, and worked for a whole week on movement and music and some text, and, and from that it began to develop. I finished the score about a year, just over a year ago, and there were some large pre-recorded pieces which feature a whole ensemble, crash ensemble, and then there are four onstage musicians who are not just musicians, they're doing everything else as well.
1: There's Alex Pecku, percussionist, Deirdre O'Leary, clarinet, Maria Ryan, violin player, and myself. And we have, I think, maybe 10 uh, pieces of music that Deirdre has written for us. We are also involved in the movement, the physical movement within the piece. We're also involved in some of the speaking, some of the text within the piece. We're very much a character. There are two brilliant directors, David Bolger and Jim Cullen, who they don't encourage anything unnecessarily out of your own personal character. They encourage you to perform as yourself. So in a sense, there's no acting. In a sense, you're just, you know, you're following a role. You're you're thinking about this character, but you're not behaving as a certain character. So there's no kind of... uh, there's no bad acting, which I'm sure we'd be really bad actors. <laughs> there's, there's none of that. It's, it's much more considered and it's much more in line with performance, our own musical performance and our own characters and so it's, p- personalities. It's a big characterisation of of of
0: of um, themselves as performers, but I think you're being a bit modest because they're also dancing and... Um, speaking and being very much integrated to the other art forms as well and that for me is a a big use of the space on the stage and that for me is, is quite new.
1: Like Deirdre said, we had these particular workshop times, we pre, the pre-recorded fuller ensemble stuff we rehearsed and recorded as well, um, a year ago actually, actually a year ago. The material that we have at the moment we had, I think in total we have 12 days as musicians, we have 12 days of rehearsal. So there's, there was kind of an expectation that we went into the rehearsal process knowing the music. And then from that point of knowing it, then we started rehearsing with each other and then we kind of took it off book. And yeah, it's a different process, but it's necessary to have that time in order to go to the next step rather than just performing something. Then you're taking it off the page, but you're also then fitting in the movement. You're fitting in the text. You're, you're putting it into context within the whole production. For Crash and Sumble, this is the first time we've done something like this. And it it's proving to be really fruitful, I think, for, for our own personal development and uh, our development as an ensemble and the way that we play together, it, it really has, is having a really positive effect on all of that. in order to evolve as people and as musicians especially we need to we need to make sure that we don't become static and that we don't place ourselves in this very 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 tiny small box and we don't look outside of that box and we don't see that the value of the, the the amount of information that you learn from doing a project like this you learn, I, I have learned so much from working with the dancers themselves, working with David who's the choreographer, working with Jim, working with the actors, you learn so much and that feeds into your own personal development and your own personal evolution of, as a musician <laughs>
0: There's probably about nearly an hour's worth of music um, and also thinking about the intimate on-stage ensemble um, and the pre-recorded music and how they could play with the pre-recorded music and how flexible, And knowing that dance and theatre has a very open-ended, um, you know, the, the pieces are fixed and set, but, you know, can we be flexible with this? And um, I wrote things like um, the instruments can be moved around. I, I put movement directions in the score um, this is a point where the cello could be rocked, for example, the cellos could be rocked. because um, I and I wrote music that I knew would be all fine in terms of working with movement so that that was and I knew I could do that because we'd workshopped and, and, and people were open and receptive. It wasn't, you know, I can't do that, I'm not gonna do that. It was, you know, what what can you give me and I'll do it and that's that was great. The piece doesn't start at the beginning and finish at the end. And it's not like an opera either, where you you know the narrative and you've got the, the libretto to work from. It, it was, you know, the music was a libretto to begin with, really. So uh, I give the pieces titles like, you know, um, Spaces for Secrets, Triangle of Desire, which was the, the love triangle, well, not the love triangle, but the love triangle with the house, C1027, you know, Le Corbusier, Eileen Gray, Baravitch, and how they the appropriation of the house by Le Corbusier, you know, it was very offensive to this incredible woman, you know, and, and, the, and one of the last things really to say is that, you know, I think a lot of, of women artists in, in Ireland have a kinship with Eileen Gray. You know, she was very ahead of her time. She had this um, vision about her work that was the most important thing to her. And ideally, I think that's something we would all like to have, um, in terms of how we work and, 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 and the effect of our work.